0: Welcome to the InnerSelf.com audio version of My Mountain Lion Experience in Canyon de Chay, A Nightmare or Spirit Guide Written by Erica Elliott and excerpted from the book Medicine and Miracles in the High Desert My Life Among the Navajo People The article is narrated by Marie T. Russell publisher of InnerSelf.com. The last man-made structure shrank to a black dot in my rearview mirror as I drove down the cracked, potholed highway without a car in sight. The unmarked turnoff to the left was barely visible between juniper trees and sagebrush, the place where the pavement turned to dirt. I had already explored this region of southern Utah once before during my time off from teaching, but this particular turnoff had escaped my attention. Although I spent most of my weekends taking the students in my class to their remote homes in and around Canyon de Shea, this weekend I had decided to return to Utah to explore the backcountry. After I left the paved highway behind, the next 40 miles of deeply rutted track led me into vast stretches of high desert wilderness red rock slabs towers pinnacles and cliffs soared into the cobalt blue sky the crisp air smelled pungent with the essence of pinyon pine and cedar coyote mythology or warning I could tell from the faintness of the ruts that this stretch of road had not been traveled for a long time. As I meandered along, daydreaming about my new life among the Navajo people, I saw something tan out of the corner of my eye. A coyote with a long bushy tail darted in front of my slow-moving bronco. Farther down the road, I suddenly remembered what one of the kids in my classroom had told me during our informal discussions about Navajo mythology. He said, and I quote, If Coyote crosses your path, turn back and do not continue your trip. If you keep traveling, something terrible will happen to you. You will get in an accident and get hurt or killed. End of quote. I wondered if I should turn around and go home. But I decided that the Navajo cultural beliefs didn't apply to me. The rutted track ended at a little spring. I kept driving a few more miles until I came to what looked like a sanctuary of rock formations, a perfect place to stop and explore. After scrambling around the rocks, exploring caves and crevices, I came upon a little pool of water, a catchment basin for the infrequent rains, a natural bath in the middle of the desert. I slipped into the pool and pointed my face directly at the sun with eyes shut, but still feeling the brightness streaming in. When the sun went down, a chill quickly settled over the rocks. In my bare feet, I hopped from one slab to the next, keeping clear of the sharp spines of the cactus. Having no flashlight, I wanted to be sure to find the perfect sleeping spot on a flat rock to spread out my pad and sleeping bag before it got dark. But it actually never got dark. The moon was full overhead, bright and electrifying. I sat up in my sleeping bag and sang love songs to the moon until sleep overpowered me. Nighttime Visitor I dreamed that I was in one of the sheep and goat corrals, belonging to the family of one of my students. We were in the corral looking for a sheep to butcher for a ceremony. There were a few goats, including a billy goat that smelled rank with the strong scent of musk, that goats have during sexual maturity. We moved through them, trying to catch one of the sheep. The smell of the billy goat grew stronger and stronger. The smell became so strong that it overpowered all my senses. When I felt my back on the hard rock, I realized that I was not in a corral, but in my sleeping bag and wide awake. Yet, The smell of musk had followed me out of the dream and was still filling my nose. Before I could open my eyes, I heard a sniffing sound right next to me. Without moving, I opened my eyes, and, oh my God, I'm being sniffed by a mountain lion inches from my face! His head was so close that I could see his black whiskers in the moonlight, the white fur around his mouth and the tawny-colored hair on the rest of his face. I closed my eyes, frozen in fear, waiting for his claws to dig into my skin and tear me apart. Nothing happened. I barely breathed while my heart pounded loudly in my chest. I stayed paralyzed for what felt like hours. By the time I found the courage to open my eyes, it was daylight. The sun had already appeared on the horizon. Amazed that I was still alive, I looked around. There were no tracks visible on the sandstone rock. When I began stuffing my sleeping bag into its sack, the hair on my forearms stood straight up. The distinct scent of musk wafted up to my nose, the only remaining evidence of the lion's presence. I drove to the nearest town 40 miles down the road, and at a gas station, I told the attendant of my experience. He said, and I quote, Ma'am, you're one lucky gal to be alive. Them cats can rip you to shreds in no time. The reason that damn cat didn't kill you is because you were too scared to move. End of quote. The attendant said that if I had fought the mountain lion or tried to get away, I would for sure have been killed. Mountain lions go after things that move. Nightmare or spirit guide? Mountain lions populated my dreams night after night for weeks. I awoke from these dreams with the feeling that the mountain lion was trying to communicate something to me that I didn't fully understand. A few weeks after my encounter with the lion, one of the Navajo teacher aides in the boarding school invited me to visit her grandmother, who lived alone in a hogan deep in the canyon. The old Navajo woman took a few puffs from her tiny hand carved pipe as my friend told the story of my encounter with the mountain lion. Toward the end of the story, a toothless smile lit up her ancient, deeply-lined face. For the first time during the visit, she looked right into my face and spoke directly to me, no longer diverting her eyes in deference. My friend translated her words. The old woman said that the lion was my spirit guide. He came to me to give his courage, strength, an intense focus to help me face what lay ahead. She said I would encounter obstacles in my life, some big and life-threatening, and if I lived through them, I would have a strong heart and powerful medicine to give to the people. This article was written by Erica Elliott and excerpted from the book Medicine and Miracles in the High Desert My Life Among the Navajo People The article was narrated by Mariti Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at InnerSelf have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs... Audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts—all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.